I will say, uh, uh, for, for our, our wonderful listeners, uh, if we have not split this up into a two-part episode, um, if we sound very different, it's because we're recording two days later, uh, so uh, probably less inebriated, uh, less tired, uh, not three and a half hours deep into a recording session, but uh, we are back. <laughs> <coughs> So as I was uh, exporting my audio file last time, Colin, yeah, turns out my uh, hard drive filled. <laughs> as I was doing that, that's why it was taking so long to export. Oh, so, I thought you were about to tell me that we just lost the episode entirely. No, no, I I, st- I got it. I uploaded <laughs> okay. it. I sent it over. I okay. even saved a copy just in case. Yeah, because <laughs> uh, I do not want to re-record it. I will re-record a three and a half hour long episode, oh, but I yeah, don't want to I mean... for you. Yeah, uh, uh, I mean, if the second time we would probably flounder around a little bit less uh, for, you know, those first two and a half hours, and then probably, uh, I don't know, uh, we could do an abridged version <laughs> of the Tear Maker. Uh. We've already solved it, and we don't need to talk about it much. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah. Uh, I deleted everything off my computer. Oh. <laughs> I mean, I got Chrome on here now. <laughs> I still have my IRC client, because it's uh, still 2000 four over here but other than that hope, you know i hope you didn't lose anything important in that process. no i i mean uh, i i moved it all over to extra drives whatever cloud storage but yeah. i got rid of steam and all that other shit i wasn't using anyway yeah so now i got well, um, a bunch of space i got yeah. 17 whole gigs well i'm hoping you didn't delete the questions that we're now going to answer i have all of our questions right here on a nice little notepad questions from our listeners our wonderful beautiful listeners most of them are wonderful and probably some of them are beautiful statistically yeah all the ones Um, i know are wonderful and beautiful but you know uh uh, do you do you just want to read them all off or do you i'll I'll read them off okay i'll give you first shot at the the answer too so i can just go "Uh uh-huh first question (laughs) first question is by metabots ooc on twitter yeah wondering have we made a podcast about the OG Metabots? Uh, yes, uh, I'm sorry if we came off as a little rude on the Twitter, but yes, we have actually made uh, a podcast about OG Metabots. Uh, just, you know, yeah. We are in the weeds of Damashi, and it Joker-fied us. Yeah, uh, I'm, I'm excited for this person to go back and, and uh, I, I guess they're catching up or we're only listening to the new episodes. I don't know. I hope they enjoy our episodes about OG Metabots. Uh. Yeah, I, from what I've seen, several people are just now getting into our podcast, which is very funny timing, if you ask me. But <laughs> if you're watching Metabots, what better podcast to listen to alongside it? Yeah. Uh, Jakey Poo on Twitter asks... What animal type metal would you want in your metabots? Um, I think. Oh uh, well, this is uh, last time I said this. I said I wanted like a cat metal, and then we mm-hmm. found out that there is no such thing as a cat metal. Um, do we know what metal Pepper Cat has? Uh, off the top of my dome, I do not. But luckily, there's a handy dandy Wikipedia. I, I'm literally pulling it up right now. Um, do, 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 do. I type in M E, and it goes, "Do you mean the Metabots Wiki fan page?" I'm like, yes. So in the games, she's best used with a queen medal, um, which Yas Queen. Um, Yas Queen, indeed. I guess, I guess uh, if um, you know, if we're just picking an animal that mm-hmm. that we are inventing a medal for, I would actually, I think, I would prefer a cat medal. Um, yeah. Uh, you know, I I tend to like uh, really kind of bouncy 
like agile characters uh, that, mm-hmm. that can still do some damage. So I think I'll go with that. Um, but it looks like she does, in fact, use a queen medal in the show. And uh, a queen medal is specialized in thunder and freeze attacks. Uh, okay. So it's like a uh, it's a it's an elemental metal. Um, uh, it's you know it's represented by the letter H. It's type K or Q U N. Um, it has the ability stop. Uh, its aim ability heals. Um, uh, so yeah, Metaphors one is stop. Metaphors two is cancel stop, and Metaphors three is propulsion up. I don't know what any of that means, but uh, I think those are things I would be interested in using. Uh, you know, with a kind of like a mixed melee and um, you know ranged uh, 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 you know duder. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, you didn't say the penguin metal, so that's kind of fucked up. But yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> the rest of it makes sense. Um, last time I said rabbit metal. Yeah. Uh, I like I like go fast. Uh, rabbits manipulate time for allies, which is yeah. great because um, wow, no no one here has played. The only person here who has played an RPG with me has been legally friend of the show Sam. Yeah, <laughs> and I am playing the opposite of what I normally like doing, which is helping my friends succeed. <laughs> my character in the Lancer game we are playing together actively is a hindrance to teammates. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> uh as a goof. Um so I wouldn't necessarily say uh he fits the mold. But you know, I like I like benefiting my team. And this way, it encourages me to be in team battles for metabots, which yeah. sounds way cooler than single met- battles. Um and and I think that uh, our choice of medals, a queen medal and a, a rabbit medal, I think they would they would pair pretty well. Yeah. Especially if we do a fun little Alice in Wonderland. <laughs> Yeah. Oh God! Yeah, like a little Cheshire cat and a little time rabbit. Yeah, that's how the that's. Uh, here's the thing: I hate Alice in Wonderland, like the aesthetic of it. Um, especially as someone who was in high school in in the 2000s. Um, so uh, that's the that's how you joker find me is you make me be a part of an Alice in Wonderland themed, uh, uh, you know, Metabots episode. Uh. I was. Uh, I I'm not a fan of the Disney's version. Uh, I'm not really a fan of uh, any like. A modern take on it either obviously uh no uh american mcgee fan over here unfortunately <laughs> but um as a hopeless nerd who loves linguistic puzzles and math jokes i am a big fan of the original text because that's all that was was just logic puzzles wrapped up in poetry yeah so i'm i'm not too bad against it um i'm going to spin off this into a separate question just for the two of us out of the two beetle types, what beetle type would you prefer? Uh, oh, absolutely. Um, uh, uh, fucking whatever one Metabi has. Uh, I would, if, if push comes to shove, I would rather have uh, a, an, an all ranged attacker than an all melee attacker. And also, um, Metabi is fun and my friend. Metabi <laughs> is fun and your friend. I, yeah. Um, yeah. When it comes to fighting, I would prefer ranged in a, in a game like Metabots. But I gotta get KWG types just have better, cooler designs on the whole. One one of my favorite ones is that uh, that KWG I keep sending all the time to you with a little skinny sword <laughs> and the fun head and the red visor. Cannot remember yeah. his name right now. It does not matter. Sanjiro. But yeah, uh, big fan. Listen, I mean, Arc Dash uses a KBT type. He uh, does. You know, plenty of good chunky boys. I know. Yeah. I know there are some bayonet. Speakers. Yeah, bayonet. Oh man. Um, 
Like, you know, we, we were down yeah. on uh, Kantaroth. I don't like Metabee's redesign for Damashi. But, like, by and large, <laughs> like, I, I appreciate the, like, smoothness that a lot of the uh, uh, KWG types have. But, like, I just, I love how boxy yeah, all no. the KBT types are. Metabee won for a reason. It's because he's got yeah. the best design. <laughs> like Also, on, this, on the subject of, of Penguin Metals and Penguin, I did finally... Uh, remember what the catchphrase is. It's, uh, I am Penguin, you will have fun with me. <laughs> if I saw a box of a, bu- a bunch of boxes of robots I could take home and would be my friend, and I see one that says, um, new Cyan Dog model, 200 like meter range weaponry, and I see one that says, uh, KVT type, metal beetle type, meta B, uh, gas can legs and then i see homing missile whatever yeah <laughs> i am pingan i will be your friend guess which one i'm picking up it's the guy Not who comes with a built-in bow tie your friend but that you will have fun with him yeah <laughs> you will have fun he's going to be your friend and he comes with his own bow tie you have yeah. to buy a bow tie for metabi um jakey poo also asks uh how would we fix the libertarian hellscape while also keeping the murder machines in the hands of children yeah. Um, so one, uh, uh, also, I feel like we should shout out, uh, Jake is a friend of the show. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, he hosted during Well Cool Robots, uh, Double Zeta, um, yeah. coverage. Yeah. Um, and has, uh, I believe an Artemis Fowl podcast and oh. is on an interstitial actual play yes. and just started a, um, uh, a Dark Tower book club podcast. So like definitely go check that. Damn. Out. Yeah. Um, yeah. I figured, um, uh, <laughs> I know we're not going to be plugging anything for us at the end of the show, really. But I figured at the end of the show, we could just start plugging people. The last 20 minutes yeah. is just, oh, hey, by the way, here's a bunch of plugs. Uh, all of these people are, are very, were very, very nice to, like, uh, write in stuff. Uh, I guess, by the way, uh, Metabots OC uh, is a, a Metabots evangelist, so we should thank them for that. And, yes. Uh, they they are an artist who streams. Their art is very very horny, so be worried. Be you know be warned about that. But like you know, uh, support your lo- local internet artist. Uh, artist, uh, VTuber, um, Metabots evangelist. I got no problems. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but yeah, how would you fix the libertarian hellscape while also keeping these murder machines in the hands of children? So um, here's the thing about the uh, you know, I've certainly been moving a little bit more towards worker syndicalism. Um, but technically if, if I, you know, had to like the, the, the caucus of the DSA that I am technically a part of is the, uh, um, uh, the libertarian socialists. And, uh, that's a term that predates libertarianism. Uh, but it is, you know, it's, you know, what we need to do, um, we need to keep those, murder machines in the hands of children uh but they they shouldn't have to save up money for them they should be given them by the government uh and uh you know the the uh, uh row battling not just beating the shit out of each other but the fine art of row battling should be a part of a public dialogue that helps shape uh the the culture and future of our local communities we should get the metabots corporation out of this uh we need to empower more uh local community-based uh metabots designers you know people like nye who can mm-hmm. do custom work to fit the needs of the children in their community um but uh you know i think um like really making this a community effort getting the kids involved 
uh, having this be a pipeline to local government positions. Uh, you know, it teaches them good sportsmanship, uh, how to connect and uh, and organize. You know, uh, leadership skills, dialogue skills. Uh, you know, it's you know that's that's how we fix it. We we uh, national. <laughs> We nationalize the Vetavots Corporation and then uh, decentralize it uh, to city governments. <laughs> okay. Kids still get guns. Very important. They yeah. have to use yeah. the guns to kill fascists. Uh, <laughs> what else are they for? <laughs> um, Mitch, how would you do it? Uh, <laughs> here's the thing, Colin. Here's the thing, Jake. I think we are moving towards uh, destroying the libertarian hellscape within canon. Nye and Shirley Bear yeah. are revolutionizing metabots and society <laughs> via metabots like that's what their work is leading towards aki yeah. lost everyone who was helping him keep control of his power that's floundering we're getting all sorts of different companies popping up um now that cam is uh better sure yeah. uh hopefully he will start you know moving a little bit more uh we saw the the one board member we saw was like driven to tears by the idea that kids aren't having fun with these toys yeah so oh, well, we might we might be moving towards a less libertarian hellscape society already. Now yeah. it went no, actually there was a violent revolution actually <laughs> caused by the <laughs> yeah. worker uprising. Is the metabots of the workers? Yeah. Um, another thing that I feel like we, I don't think we ever properly like realized or voiced it over the course of, of Dimashi. I think we were really mourning the loss of, um, uh, Mr. Referee on his mm -hmm. eternal vacation. Um, but remember that the, the Metabots like organization was taken over by the rubber robos and then basically stomped out and exploded and they yeah. went back to being criminals i think part of the reason that uh they're you know we've lost this important thing of mr referee and the kind of like the <laughs> organizational structure of the of the metabot organization is like they're just no one uh it got blown up and nobody rebuilt it yet like that's part of the problem <laughs> you know what that's fair you know whose job it would be to rebuild that victor Give me Victor well, fixing the problem. He was a competitor. It definitely would be it, like he should be a person who should step up and fill that role. Um, but really, it's Mr. On, it's on the Metabot Corporation. They're not like this, this should be a thing that they're funding, or really the government should. Yes, uh, but you know, um, I guess Icky's dad is no longer working with uh, the UN or whatever. Uh, <laughs> hey, remember that time you uh, dive bombed with a plane and nearly killed a whole bunch of civilians? You're on desk duty. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, next question is from good friend Quinn, specifically for Colin. It doesn't say that, but like we both know. Who was the best Sasuke of the series? Uh, this is from a uh, friend of the show and uh, guest Quinn Welsh Wilson, mm -hmm. right? Okay, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, well, the, the, here's the thing. We do have to create a second a second tier ranker. Um, I feel like this is pretty easy, though. Um, Banjo is the best Sasuke criminal that he's not in the in in the show as much but banjo is the best sasuke i believe we can agree on that best human sasuke what mm -hmm. uh, who do you think qualifies as a not as a metabot sasuke because i don't think any of that's what uh, i'm trying to find out the metabots yeah i don't like um because because yeah black rakusho's not a sasuke rakusho's not a sasuke black beetle's not a sasuke no arc dash isn't a sasuke no did we have a single robo sasuke I don't think there's a single Robo Sasuke in this. Um, well, maybe Metabots is trash after all. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
Well, no, wait, it's, wait. It's, we did get several like Robo Vegetas. Never mind. Okay, that's better. Yeah, we I'm, did. I'm good. Uh, we got a Robo so, Piccolo. Ban- <laughs> yeah, Banjo's very clearly the best Sasuke. Yeah. Uh, Koji ranks second. I, I would say even a close second. Uh, for yeah. for Sasuke's. Um, and here's the then, thing. Banjo didn't put down women, like at all. Yeah. Banjo's um, partner was the best girl boss besides Black Beetle yeah. herself. Yeah. Uh, Koji could never. Um, Koji did get a lot more screen time and a lot more development, though. Um, God, Banjo, I wish we had more Banjo in this. Banjo show. didn't need uh, more screen time. He sped run all of Metabots. Yeah. Um, because he's a gamer. Yeah. Uh, also, and Metabots then done way, quick. way down at the bottom, we've got uh, we've got Zuru and Cam. I think tied for last for worst Sasuke. <laughs> Just dreadful Sasuke's. Awful, awful Sasuke's. Uh, what? Uh, uh, Quinn's got podcasts. Uh, go listen to Arms of the Tide. Um, yeah, uh, great. Yeah, great actual play. Love it. <laughs> go back and listen to the episodes Quinn was on as well. Of yeah, Metawatch. yeah. You're not doing anything. I wish else there would have been more soon. banjo episodes because we told Quinn, "Hey, we're gonna have you on for the next banjo episode," and then we really didn't have another one. <laughs> yeah. Uh, up next, uh, Stephen Moore on Twitter asks, "Hey, wouldn't it be wild if the one guy behind the bad guys turned out to be Alien Cat or something? It would be wild, actually. I I uh, mentioned yes, on Twitter, is... no one could have seen that coming. <laughs> yeah." Uh, this is, this is Marshmallow. Marshmallow is definitely in our podcast orbit. Uh, they're a, a frequent, uh, contributor to Noe Space Podcasts. Um, wow, yeah, it'd be crazy if, uh, you know, uh, we revealed aliens were a part of this universe and never mention them, mention them again for 39 episodes. <laughs> um, I mean, look, if, if they focused on the aliens at all, you'd have to go with a space theme. Or you'd have to be all about Metabot rights, which would take away from the story they were telling. I'm not saying that was a wrong decision or a good decision, but it, it would they they definitely did not have room in the story they wrote for aliens. Yeah. I will say that I mean, as like, much. Well, like so I think it's pretty safe to say uh we would cut like what, twenty of the episodes of Damashi, like outright, if not like you know, maybe just keeping like a, a vague plot point from certain episodes or something. But I, I feel like uh, if we were to completely remake the show, I think it's safe to say at least 20 episodes would would be outright cut out, uh, which gives us a lot of time um, to find ways to like work the aliens in. I think, uh, you know, the the whole um, God, uh, the whole uh, fuck. Um, like the whole like true spirit of row battling thing, I think is a thing that you can work back in with the aliens being in the background saying, yes, the true spirit of row battle is like the culture that we ultimately found peace with. And, uh, you know, they're working in the background to help the kids beat kilobots without necessarily like doing an alien invasion and really fucking the earth up or anything. I think there's a way that you can make that happen to then have like a crazy, like final act where the aliens are involved or something. But yeah, it's neither here nor there. Uh. This is not how I would fix Damashi, but I do think it would be an interesting way to take Damashi would be a time skip with, uh, because one of the problems I think Damashi has, uh, is it, it, it has Icky in it. It has Icky and Metabee in it. I love me yeah. Metabee. I love Joseph Matiki, friend of the show. 
he could have voiced someone else, I think. Um, um, but, but imagine but I if think, Icky was in the Nye role. That, that's like a good, yeah. like that That would be like, that's, I mean, Icky, there are many children's television show sequels that have had a time skip and done this exact thing. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. If Icky is in the Nye role, I mean, Icky shows that he's knowledgeable about Metabots, uh, at least in the early OG series. He kind of got dumber as time went on. Uh, but if Icky, who, who was also pretty decent at repairing them himself, if you remember, he grows up to do the Nye role, wants to be mentors to kids because he had a mentor in uh, his local 7-Eleven shop owner. Well, shop worker. Did not own anything. Henry was for the people. Um, <laughs> that would make sense. It's a time skip. We're in the future. The alien thing. Uh, you could like have most people kind of dismiss it as a hoax and Icky's a truther or whatever. I think it'd be more fun if it's just kind of well known and mankind's kind of entering that this like the space age, like just kind of starting to enter it. And then you could still do the Damashi. Hey, the thing about metabots is they are aliens. We need to create our own earth metabots. And that's when you get the kilobots in. And that's when you get that all stuff in. And then you could keep the majority of Damashi kind of the same. You just, mankind has a goal and cam is bringing like, like earth nationalism to metabots and Iggy's fighting <laughs> against that with Metabi. Well, yeah. Iki isn't, Iki's helping Genkai and Zuru or whatever fight against, like, Earth nationalism. We got a Gundam. Sure, this is a Gundam show now. But I think that's how you could fix Damashi with a time skip. I think that would yeah. be, and keep most of it intact. I feel like we've accidentally turned this question into a thing that you wanted to bring up later. But that's fine. I think it's, yeah, it's good to talk about it I now. mean, I have and, other ideas yeah. on how to fix, like, one of the questions I was going to ask later is, how would we fix Damashi? Yeah, this is one of them. This could be a way to do it without changing Damashi. Yeah, and like there, there are ways that you could, you know, uh, one, um, there should be a like there for like for example, terrible to mourn the loss of of Mister Referee unless mm-hmm. we see the characters mourn the loss for Mister Referee when he dies of natural causes after at, like at at the start of the time skip, and it starts with everybody, you know, um you know, uh, paying respects and the mantle is passed to a new character, Miss Referee. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah. Um, yeah. Them free. You could, I mean, again, I know you've been a big proponent that like Genkai is the actual main character of Damashi. Yeah. Making Genkai be a kid who was inspired by Icky and then grew up to Icky's age. And that's where we are now. Yeah. Really fucking smart. Um, yeah. And then like, I like the idea of um, Genkai becoming mr fairplay and becoming the next mr referee i think that's a great yeah. character arc and yeah we we got we got icky becoming henry genkai becoming icky becoming mr referee yeah like i think those are uh, great characters. and then zuru grows up and then just becomes a salary man and sad yeah because <laughs> that's what he deserves um, but know, a good dad but the, a good dad like i'll yeah. give him that and like thinking of like karen and koji uh, like you know um Ko- koji would make a really good kind of cameo person to be the person who inadvertently ends up on the on the board of extreme tech and has to put a stop to it like that's that's a good like cute little plot point to like get yeah. koji back in for like one or two episodes well and not only that but like that would bring a great thing if koji's on the board of extreme tech because he does believe in the children he does believe in metabots and he yeah. believes in the earth and he wants to make sure earth is safe and protected and yeah Koji can be a little overzealous and weirdly protective of things. 
Yeah. And then but he also we know his that Koji Iggy. loves money, and so it's not surprising that he's yeah. on the board for Extreme Tech. We see a geriatric Aki pass it over to Karen. And yeah. that's why that's why uh, the Metabot Corporation's floundering a little bit. Because Karen doesn't understand how money works because she had infinite yeah. money growing up. Also, it is really strange that Karen looks exactly the same despite the time skip, and it is because she's a robot. Yeah. <laughs> no, I, I think that's a good way to fix it. Um, the only thing I would change is Mr. Referee didn't die. He retired. Yeah. He retired and like, well, I would like to talk to him. And he just goes, no. Like He goes, he left no one is forwarding at us. He wants to be completely alone forever now. Yeah. Like, fucking, um... He, he's a sage who lives in the mountain that you meet when you yeah. need to, and no time else. Uh, it would have to be a long time skip to make this work, but, like, Susie could be Samantha's daughter. That would be fun. I mean, Samantha could have gotten a kid younger, you know, whatever. It'd have to be a, <laughs> a little bit younger, or a little bit bigger time skip, Susie a little younger. We don't know how... Well, I guess Susie is Icky's classmate in this, isn't she? I was thinking she's, like, Tam's age, who's younger, and... Yeah. But yeah, it'd be great. There was that very confusing couple of uh, um, like her, frames where just yeah. her height was completely different, like shot to shot. But that's yeah. that's neither here nor there. Oh man, time skip Damashi. That does sound like a good. <laughs> that does sound like they'd be a good AU. Listen, uh, Naruto did a time skip, and once they did a time skip, they did a big arc about um, uh, imperial uh, military power and how it's bad. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Metabots does need a does need a season about that. Yeah, we'll get but, into yeah, the, Meta, the, uh, the Metabots next season pretty soon. Don't you worry. Yeah, uh, I think it's time for another question. <laughs> uh, uh, Stefan also asked if you could house your soul in an object that would power children's toys for thousands of years. What would you pick? <sighs> so it can't be a hexagonal coin. Um, is the big thing. Yeah, because that is what Metabots are in now. Um, my first thought was a Lego piece. Like you gotta like you have like a special Lego that brings your Legos to life, you know, yeah. that you build. Then I'm like, that's just cubics, isn't it? <laughs> Kinda. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they are robots for everyone. Uh but you know what? Yeah. Like the idea of being able to like buying a toy from a story at coming alive, cheap, hokey, dumb. Also, very creepy toy story. Very creepy. Building a friend out of toys who comes to life, that's the shit. So I, I, it would have to have like some sort of thing that the kid is actively building, uh, like a Gumpla or something, you know? Yeah. Like physically getting in there, making your friend as you go. Um, have you heard of Gunpla Build Fighters uh, or Gundam Build Fighters? Yeah. Yeah. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah um, I am a known Gundam uh, unenjoyer, <laughs> but I have seen those games and gone... They look very fun. Luckily, everyone tells me they're not that fun, but they do look... V uh, they're extremely the SR The SRW games are good. Um, I really like uh, um, uh, Gundam vs. Maxi Boost On, uh, which is like a, a 3D like um, multiplayer fighter fighter kind of. Um, and like the, there, plenty of the Gundam games are actually pretty good. Yeah. I, I like um, any game where you're a small person running around a bedroom... It's pretty cool. It's just fun. <laughs> I know that's mostly What are you talking games. about? Uh, <laughs> aren't, aren't the, aren't, isn't there a Gundam game where you like move your Gumpla little guys around and fight in a like a bedroom setting? I saw a screen of that sometime. Like that looks fun. And someone says that's there's, not fun um, actually. There, yeah, there's like a um, there's a a phone game. It's like a gotcha game based off of 
build fighters, basically, uh, where it's because like the whole the whole idea of gun to build fighters is that you know you you are in like this universe where Gundam exists as a franchise and people love it, and in the future they figure out a particle that can animate plastic. And so you end up with this sport of you can build your gunpla and then you take it to like a little like arcade arena and you plug it in and it makes a holographic like battlefield and you can make your gunpla fight somebody else's gunpla and you control it with like a, you know, like piloting controls and blah, blah, blah. Okay, and so the, the phone game is basically that, like you're, you're quote unquote getting like arm and leg and chest and head parts and stuff. You're putting your Gundam together and then you're, you're fighting other people. Um, and there is, I believe there is a comedy, it's your bedroom battlefield. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like that's, that's the kind of thing I'm into. Um, so I guess, I, I guess my answer would be Gundam build fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, my answer would be you know i'm a sword liker it would it would be like uh like you know the soul of a ten thousand year old alien creature uh in the pommel that you would screw into your hilt and then it would make a laser sword pop out in a different shape uh hey friend friend yeah that's that's shaman king baby that's also lightsabers (laughs) technically (laughs) i mean yeah (laughs) but the main character in shaman king his friend is a thousand year old yeah, spirit living in his sword. But it's like a ghost that inhabits like the wooden like sword that he has or whatever. I don't know. I need to actually like now that we have that new Shaman King series, I should watch that. Uh, I remember Shaman King being good. We are we got- not starting a Shaman King podcast, Mitch. <laughs> I was not going to suggest it. Sam already called dibs. <laughs> okay, yeah, that's true. <laughs> but we both do have time to watch an anime now. I need to sleep for a thousand years. I don't think you understood. That's why we're ending the podcast. <laughs> Uh, Stefan's next question. If you had a son and he sucks shit at fighting robots, would you simply tell him to get good or make an entirely new kind of fighting robot that's stronger, but doesn't want to be your friend? Oh, now, um, I could never tell my child to get good. Couldn't do it. Uh, (laughs) now, uh, as the dad of the podcast, I'm, I'm not saying I told my son to get good. Um, if your son was bad at (laughs) metabots... What would you do? I know, I know, it's a, it's really hard to think of because your son is perfect in every way, uh, and would clearly be very good at metabots. <laughs> um, he doesn't listen to this show, so I can say this: I would simply lose at metabots <laughs> against fighting my son <laughs> until he slowly got better over time, using me yeah. as a punching dummy. Yeah, I'm I'm of a, agreement. Uh, I like you know. Uh, I would spend time I, with my I, son I, and help help him improve. <laughs> Yeah, I would teach my son how to be better at metabots uh, in a way that's complementary to to my child's like strategy and desires and friendship with their meta partner. Um, uh, we talked yeah, about, I think <laughs> we talked about Smash Bros before, so I don't want to get too much back into Smash Bros. God, but my son <laughs> that, loves that playing might Smash get Bros. Cut out of the episode. Uh- <laughs> Ollie does like playing Smash Bros, so we play it yeah. fairly frequently, and. Um, He's better than you think a five-year-old would be, but he is less good than his 32-year-old dad. I will say that. Yeah. So he does tend to win, surprisingly, let's say. But every time he does, he has to learn something along the way. He has to get better at one skill or else he doesn't get to win. Because that's what you do when you have a kid. You spend time with them and you love them and you teach them to be better instead of just abandoning them and then building an entire new, like, corporation in order to make your son (laughs) shittiness not matter anymore yeah 
just just gonna throw that out there. Um, to fully answer the question though, if my only choices are tell my child to get good or build them the best metabot ever, I think as much as I would like my child to improve on their own, um, I would just make them a sweet fucking metabot that can kill children. <laughs> okay. Um, I would give in to temptation. Uh, <laughs> now I have told my son, if he wants to win more, he has to get better at video games. That is the kindest way of saying get good. Yeah, it is. Uh, but I also allow him to play Mario Kart with the uh, auto drive and steering on. So yeah, but that that's included in the game. That's a function of the game. It has that you're using yeah, oh, it yeah, for yeah, its yeah. intended purpose. You but, are not designing but, a new Mario Kart that simply Ollie's favorite character will drive faster. <laughs> if I could, do you think I wouldn't? I included I don't I included a metabot on our tier list of a podcast he doesn't even listen to. That's true, yeah. I put it up. Are you telling me I wouldn't build a Mario Kart just so he would win? This is this is how people know that we would This is how people know that you are a good parent and I possibly could be a good parent. Look, sometimes your son has to know he needs to get good and he's being yeah. a scrub, but also you you do encourage him to win by any means necessary, even at yeah. your own ego. That's how that goes. And all right, next question. <laughs> that's it. Those are the questions. Oh, okay, all from right. the audience, Bazinga, Zonkers, uh, Colin. Yeah, rapid fire. What are your top five human characters in the show? Um, Banjo, Samantha, uh, Nye, Charlie, Mrs. Tenrio. Damn. Okay, uh, this is great. <laughs> None of your five are my top five. This is the first time <laughs> this has happened in MetaWatch history. Okay, yeah. Um, Banjo, I can see that. Uh, Chidori, obviously. Um, yeah. Sadly, was my number six. Um, Sam, I mean, she's great. I got top five, Nye. That's the only one we agree on, but this, she's perfect. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Nye's great, yeah. Mr. Referee. Uh, I hate. Uh, here's where my my bird brain comes in. Uh, I have uh, Mr. Referee is not in my mind because I have not seen him in 39 episodes. <laughs> He, uh, but please continue. I'm sorry to interrupt. Uh, he refs in our hearts now. Yeah. Coach Man Mountain. Oh, I loved him. Oh, man. Uh, and then four and five, individually and as a duo, Sea Slug and Miss Caviar. Yeah, I think there's a heavy amount of um, recency bias in my list uh, that that Charlie ended up there at all. <laughs> yeah, but you did yeah. it. You did ask me rapid fire right yeah. now, <laughs> and I had been thinking about this question for several days. Yeah, but yeah, um, God, um, what would have made Cam better earlier without changing his character? Um, I think, or or throw that out there without changing the animation of Damashi. <laughs> I, I think honestly, I think Cam's fine. Um, I think it's the construction of plots around Cam that are bad. I don't think I would change anything about Cam's characterization or how he acts any time that he's on screen. I just think the show really needs to re um, readjust how they're using Cam, how often Cam's on screen, and like why Cam is in episodes. Uh, I think I think Cam is honestly really a fun character when it comes down to it, and my hate of him was mostly just the like how how the plots of episodes would turn to fucking sludge around him. <laughs> mm-hmm. My hate for him primarily was because his face would move around his head. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, there was more to it than that, but that did very much bother me. 
He's when he showed young, up, he's still got a soft spot. The the bones haven't all come together yet. <laughs> the soft spot just happens to be his sinus cavity. Yeah, <laughs> it just jiggles. Um, no, I I agree with you for the most part. I honestly would like to see just a little bit more of Cam being harsh to people, especially at the beginning of the show. Like just because he's always kind of cold, like cold and calm and collected. And that, that is a big part of his character. But just a little bit more like cruelty earlier, I think would have gone a long way with Cam. Yeah. Just give me a hint of that that sad boy he is, you know? Maybe like we maybe really... a lingering maybe a lingering shot of him just staring at a mom or saying yeah. something like mean to Icky about just go home to your mother. Yeah, <laughs> just, like I feel just something like that. I, I... I want to say there was a couple of times that we like offhandedly referenced Cam's mom as a potential character like covering the show. And it's literally not until the last episode or the second to last episode that we find out that Cam's mom is dead. It's literally never brought up until that point. Yeah. Yeah. And the only reason we brought up his dad was, hey, we need a big bad villain and it's not going to be Cam because he's a child and therefore will get redeemed to a degree at least. Yeah. (laughs) Because they can't kill Cam. He's like eight. You can't kill an eight-year-old. Um, set your mind back to the beginning of Metabots. I know it's going to take a moment here to warm up those old cogs, but highlights of the series. Oh, boy. Um, There's a lot of them, and we covered yeah, most Karen, of them on the podcast. Uh, Karen in the rubber robo suit piloting uh, God Emperor was great. Um, or Robo Emperor, whichever one it was. Um, uh, the, the entire Miss Caviar arc fantastic mm-hmm. um i guess we can kind of just i'm gonna scroll through meta watch real quick that'll help yeah um uh the first the like, i want to say uh like the first time that we had a rubber robo like take their suit off to reveal their identity and we found out that shrimp limps is like actually a teenage boy uh <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh i i really like the um the space metafighter x saga yeah. Like that whole bit, every time he was on screen was just like, it's a good bit. And yeah. then his mask cracked in half and he had the Phantom Thief retort mask underneath. Yeah. That's definitely um, a highlight. Um, the Victor Chidori, like, love scene going on. Yeah. I know. Oh, God. Yeah. How could we forget the fucking Jesus? Uh, a little recent, because uh, that's some of the last stuff I did on Metarach. But like, God, that was so good. Um, Specifically, the Sea Slug Caviar first episode of Miss Caviar, where he uh, he was Mr. Tuna Head. Yeah, where he like infiltrated uh, uh, Metalots HQ. Yeah, that's and really he, good. And um, he was going to give up the life of crime to yeah. just be a scientist, but misunderstood oh, something. Uh, the fucking Takoyaki episode, too. Takoyaki. Um, Samantha's That's ballet another episode. Another reason that we need uh, a time skip is so that we can find out that, like, you know, Takoyaki Girl and Icky are dating and have a combination Metabots repair and Takoyaki stand. How good would that be? <laughs> uh, but, you know, um, yeah, the Samantha ballet episode. Great episode. Where we learned about um, Sam's mom. Yeah. Uh, fucking the god the uh the ninja episode edited by one of the uh wh- who a person who would go on to be a founder of studio trigger like yeah i was literally just thinking about that uh two or three days ago of just like how like 
you know, um, we haven't, uh, since the, sh- like, Damashi went to production IG proper, like, we haven't got to talk about, like, the crazy shit going on with, like, uh, you know, people who come in to staff the show. But, like, yeah, I mean, like, that, that, that guy was working at Gynax doing Gynax shows. It's not until seven years after Metabots comes, uh, after he worked on Metabots that he gets to direct Gurren Logan and gets to finally like deploy that style in his own show. And it very much like, like God, it's just so, so cool to have meta, like the first two scenes of Metabots be made by this little like hospice studio that, you know, gives a break to animators who are burnt out gives a spot for like up and comers to like learn the ropes, gives a spot for animators who've been animating for a while to try directing, try doing storyboards, try, you know, doing like leadership stuff. And it just so much of those first two seasons are fantastic. No, absolutely. Um Ed I really part of me really wishes we got a little bit more like different anim- like animation styles here and there. But just the base level like Metabots animation style is very good. Like we say it a lot because it's true. I wouldn't want a whole Studio Trigger series, yeah. and having that one episode was perfect. But if we could just dip our toes in something else here and there, even for like a dream sequence, I think that'd be great. The few times they um like during the Takayaki uh, Takayaki episode uh, specifically, they switched up the art style for some of the dream sequences, make it a little bit more um, shoujo at times. And like I like that. That yeah. was a good look. Yeah. Uh, they didn't really do the Metabots too different, but like changing things here and there looked really nice. Yeah. Um, I'm trying to think of another like really good episode. Um, um, the ghost episode, the first ghost episode yeah. with the Misty Ghost. I think, I think that was the episode that made me go, "All right, Metabots is going to be my show." I mean, yeah. that was really early on. Don't get me wrong. That was uh, the Gimme Ghost was episode six. Yeah. But before then, it was like, "All right, this is a fun show." And I think once we hit that one, three episodes in for us, like I think that's when it clicked in me. I'm like, ah, I, Metabots has legs. It can tell lots of different kinds of stories, and they all kind of end like this. Plus, that was our introduction to the Rubber Robos. Yeah. So I, that's a, definitely a highlight. Um, what was your highlight of the podcast? Um, because part of this journey was you and me doing this. Uh, Fuck it the Metabots. Was, um, it was me having accidentally spoiled myself on. Um, the cat being an alien and <laughs> Sam knowing that ahead of time, having, you know, watched most of, of Metabots and you just guessing it and me having to no sell that and just fucking scream at Sam, uh, on discord about <laughs> how you just can, you get, you literally guessed like the end game of the show. <laughs> anyway, to be fair, it was incredibly obvious. They had a cat on screen for like less than seven seconds. It's going to be the bad guy. <laughs> <laughs> the cat was purple, Colin. The cat was purple. It was. And it had a weird, like, cyber headset. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I also guessed, we we often overlook it, because the cat was indeed the big bad guy and also an alien. I also guessed the guy holding the cat was a robot. Yeah. <laughs> Controlled by the cat, which is accurate. Uh. <laughs> Let's not forget, I called that one, too. Um, yeah. I mean, highlight of the show was uh, me messaging Joseph Matiki and then coming on yeah. the show and saying Bazinga. Yeah. God like, bless he was that, so man. cool. Um, yeah. Shout uh, out to Joseph Matiki. Uh, supposedly maybe listens to the show, you know. I highly doubt that, but we do follow him on Twitter. Uh, yeah. It's the only uh, thing he asked of us. 
Yeah. Um, I, I cannot imagine messaging any other actor and then going, yeah, here's two takes and me saying bazinga for you. Keep up the good work. Don't pay me for it. I, I can't imagine. I I wanted, yeah. I had money set aside to pay Joseph Batiki. He's like, no, yeah. follow me on Twitter. I'm like, I already do. <laughs> Everyone who listens to this, go follow Joseph Matiki. He, yeah. He's got a good Twitter. He's a very friendly man. Um, I, I we had so many guests on, and the guests are all great. They're all yeah. they all still hang out and talk to us, which is nice. <laughs> I mean, they're all your friends I, for the yeah. most part. But yeah, I mean, I like literally. I was planning on seeing uh, uh, Sarah and Max in person uh, recently, and had to cancel that because of Omicron. But uh, that's neither here nor there. Uh, <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, that's too bad. But yeah, but um, yeah. Um, our guests have all been lovely. Um, everyone who's come on and watched Metabots loves metabots now yeah maybe not as strongly uh, as you and i but like that's uh, pretty good <laughs> shout out to esper who did congratulate us on recording the final episode and also um did point out that we do actually uh gain all metabots ip rights now uh, yeah. which is pretty cool I, no one else is using them <laughs> they're not making video games they're not making anime or manga or anything over here yeah somebody's got to stop those nft motherfuckers uh <laughs> might as well be us we know it better um no, uh, Metabots is good, and I'm I'm glad that like if I went onto Wow Cool Robot to guest an episode, I'm not gonna go. Hey, I like Gundam now. I wouldn't do that, <laughs> I, because Metabots is better than Gundam. All of um, them. If we got you on for the right episode, I think I could change your mind. Uh, there's a Gundam with Gundams that snowboard. Uh, are any of them <laughs> snowmen? They do. Va- they vaguely kind of look like snowmen. Look, I watched. I watched part of G Gundam, and if G Gundam doesn't sell me personally on Gundam, that's true. <laughs> they had a horse pilot a Gundam, Colin, and I'm they still did. like, eh, Gundam's not great. Out. Yeah, <laughs> that's how, that that's how hard Gundam has to try. A horse piloting a robot while wearing a leotard. I, eh, I, that's fine. Uh, your standards are too high. I don't know how you can watch that and not just be like, okay, this is what I'm doing for the rest of my life. Uh. <laughs> Because I have stuff like Metabots going on. <laughs> I guess not anymore. Maybe I'll become in. I got a. I got not one but two Gunplas of in today. Yeah, it's the same one twice because I'm an idiot. But uh, I don't know. Maybe maybe this is how I get into Gundam. The, the uh, Gunpla is frequently the underlooked uh, gateway into watching the anime because you like all of these robots that you built and you kind of feel guilty that you haven't seen the show that they're from. So you like, oh, well, I really liked building the Zeta Gundam. I guess I'll watch Zeta Gundam. And, uh, and you get hooked. <laughs> um, a YouTuber I enjoy who uh, reviews to- uh, Transformers toys, uh, few on uh, YouTube, um, started building Gundam models because he's a big robot fan. And now watches Gundam, and I'm like, I don't want that to be me. How awful I mean, would it be? if you like the politics of Transformers, you'll probably like the politics of uh, um, Gundam, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> How awful would it be if you spend 40 hours building the perfect model, and then like, all right, I'm going to watch the show, and just realize the guy who's Gundam you spent $100 for and 40 hours worth of work and like fell in love with is a mass murderer and not in the cool way, like in the bad way. <laughs> yeah, you know, it happens. <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't have any additional questions. I'm, I'm plumb out. Do you have anything you'd like to no, bring up or no. any questions? I mean, I I tried to bring up any questions that I was going to have uh, in the the initial one. So uh, yeah, yeah, I think um, 
Man, it's been good making this podcast with you, Mitch. I really want you to know that. Uh, I appreciate it. Kept me going through some very hard years. Uh, years, yeah. Wow. We've been doing this podcast a while. I yeah. I didn't think we would last this long. Not necessarily um, I because we would of finish sooner. Uh, yeah, but yeah. we did take a couple breaks, and then uh, Christmas time and election time is hard on both of us. Yeah, and then the world fell apart. I mean, the world was already falling apart. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. That's it, it's always been falling apart, but now it's also falling apart. Um, I'm just happy we got to end Metabots in the year <laughs> Metabots ended. <laughs> Because I'm pretty sure it ended late 2021, early 2022 in the show. Like we lost track of yeah, time. Yeah, we were. But I'm pretty sure we've basically we're like, been. Yeah, we're we've been recording money. Metabots for about the same time that Metabots in canon in plot is happening. So that's fun. <laughs> yeah, that is, that's very cool. You can't do that with Gundam. You can't do that with uh, with your um, uh, Shadowrun RP or you know AP game. You can't do that with those. You're. Uh, <laughs> Your um, uh, you, fun you little Cyberpunk twenty twenty. Uh, <laughs> your fun little side Twitter project right now. You can't do that concurrently with the real time. Um, well, I mean, the whole thing about uh, the GPC is that uh, even though it's specifically taking place in in you know AD like four eighty five to like um, five sixty something, uh, it's really supposed to actually like you know the the eras within the game are supposed to like reference about like you know five or six hundred years across like medieval english history uh so like you know i don't know it'd it'd be hard to tweet alongside that in real time is what i'm saying yeah because uh, twitter didn't exist back then um (laughs) would have to be the globe theater (laughs) i don't think that's an accurate date but you know fucking whatever i don't care uh (laughs) um i think my favorite part of doing this podcast with you colin is now like 50 episodes in we never did come up with an actual ending. Yep. Like, even now, like, I'm struggling trying to think, how do we end the show? Like, how do we end end the show? <sighs> Mitch, I already said Bazinga. How... I already said you... Bazinga. It can't be, we can't go to the Bazinga well. Oh, man. I, I feel like there's no other way than for both of us to say, to Bazinga, to say Bazinga. <sighs> I I will say it. If if you want to try to harmonize and auto-tune a Bazinga. Oh, no, I think, I well, uh, I hate to say it. I think I do know what actually has to end this podcast. Uh, Dude, this podcast rocks. Metabots!